The following pendant production contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hooks? Jace? Corey? Jeez. Fuck it is a mess down here. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. I thought you were going to show me something, but all I see is a fucking mess. You're not wrong. Jace, you're not helping. (sighs) Look, I know you're all trying to help, but this might be a crime scene. We can't just have half a dozen people down here stomping around ruining potential evidence. Well, uh, to be fair, there's only the four of them. Hello? Don't look at me. No, this one's my fault, more or less. Hey, Gib, over here. Hey, gang. Pleasure to be here. If you find possible murder investigations pleasurable, I guess. Uh, yeah. I guess that is a little weird, dude. Knock it off, you two. Don't you have something to do? You just told us not to touch anything, didn't you? No. Maybe. Kind of? Uh, let's start over. Phoebe, a.k.a. The Boss, asked Gib to help me investigate the spaceport crash, since I personally don't think it was an accident. Hooks, Jace, and Corey have been checking out the crash site, so Gib, they can help out with the legwork. Cal was... he was important to me. So let's do this right. Nothing is too small of a clue. So far, we've evaluated some of the wreckage. It looks like the spaceport landing area could have been structurally unsound. The abandoned escape tunnels are right underneath the crash zone. But really, that doesn't make any sense. Escape tunnels would be built stronger than the surrounding architecture. Otherwise, what good would they be? Christ, Corey, you are such a fucking nerd. Where'd you even learn that? Well, Jace, I read things. We're wrenches, but I want to be a real engineer someday. Okay. Anyway, I'm really on Corey's side about the tunnels. They should have held. However, it looks like they'd been used recently. Yeah, there was like this pulley system rigged up there, and uh, there were like these... uh, Uh, Please don't say it. Just cover your ears. We found body parts. Some arms, few noses. What the fuck? I know, right? So I suppose those are evidence of something? But how it's connected to the spaceport crash, I can't say. It might have nothing to do with it. Oh, wow. The fact that you've all rendered Gibbs speechless is not a good sign. That being said, those body parts have armies evolved all over them. Maybe they're just all over. Shut the fuck up, Jace. It's disgusting. So, where do we start? Let's see. We've got some gloves and, oh, a few buckets for you to collect the body parts and some plastic bags in case you find any tech. So, you know, you can keep the the tech separate from from the noses and 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 such. <laughs> oh. oh, God. I heard that. Corey, yeah, you're going to stick to the tech-gathering side of things, okay? In fact, just stay out of the tunnels entirely. Look for anything, you know, unusual outside of them. Thanks. Yes! 
I can do that. Gloves? Bikes? Here you go. Sweet. I'm off. Gib, go with Hooks and Jace. I'll tag along behind Corey. We'll meet back here in an hour. Hey, it's Mage. Leave a message. I might call you back. <laughs> My dearest wife, it is I, Kaylock. Someone pressed their corporeal form against me at the spaceport, and I remembered how romantic it was when you once threatened to separate a person's torso from their limbs if their proximity caused me discomfort. I was hoping I would be able to speak with you, but you are likely occupied or detained with other work obligations. I have arrived safely at my new assignment. Uh, as soon as I was able to, I made sure to obtain your favorite beverages. I would like my lodgings to be fully prepared in the event that you are able to visit soon. I opened one of the beverages, and as the bubbles formed on the surface, I was reminded of the times you sat next to me while I relaxed in my bucket. When you made me laugh, I would sometimes create small bucket bubbles. I always thought of them as somewhat embarrassing, but you enjoyed them. You said it was proof that you were a funny bitch. I miss you more than words can say. More than my bubbles can say. Please call soon, darling. We got as much as we could, but... I couldn't really get far into the tunnels in only an hour. No, oh, you might need a few more buckets. Do they sell any with biohazard printed on them? Eventually, we'll need to do DNA testing. Maddie, do you happen to have a morgue nearby? We have a morgue, but unfortunately it's full due to the spaceport crash. Ugh, we'll have to store these body parts until we can get them into a Sector 88G investigation facility. Ooh, what about installing a couple cold storage corpse drawers? They can be put in just about anywhere. I'll requisition one, but it'll take time. Hmm. Perhaps we could temporarily store the remains in one of the Kingery's larger cold storage facilities? Don't worry, I'll find... somewhere. I'm just gonna stand way over here and uh, try not think too hard about all of this. How's that different from normal? Fuck off, Jace. Corey, let's move on to what you've got. Seems there must have been some kind of gap up near the platform because I found all sorts of things. But nothing that looks particularly useful. I sorted everything I found by category. This bag is just general rubbish, mostly frosted crumb comet wrappers and some old calculator thing. This bag? Just wires. Who knew there were so many wires? I mean, there are a lot of potential wires in the world, I guess, but... Hang on, Corey. Grab that calculator. Huh? Oh, I tried turning it on, but there was an amber light and nothing happened. Amber lights are like wrench talk for it's fucked. It's definitely not a calculator, though. It looks like one, but why don't you just take a look and let me know what you see? Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. Oh. That's weird. What is? This wire here that looks like it's just loose is actually acting like an antenna. And this dial here looks super old, but 
It's actually an adjuster for frequencies. Do you know what kind of frequencies? No, but the last setting looks like frequency 142. No, wait, it's hopping between frequencies. Like it's looking for something. 142, 145, 141. Oh, crap. That's the frequency band for Kingery Space Traffic Control. It is. Ah! Are you seeing this? Put it out. Fine, I'll do it myself. Did I just see the fake calculator thing shock you and then burst into flames? Yes, I did. Oh, thank fuck I'm not losing it. Ah, it's still hot. No shit. Ah, we need to study this further, but I'm betting this was a device that was set to search the bands looking for the codes of certain ships. And once the device identified the target ship, it could cause interference. Then it could have caused a crash. But this thing is so small. All it needs is a wireless connection. To what? My best guess is, unfortunately, some kind of AI. Alright, so you've seen a bit of Pine Ridge. Lay it on, Mazef. It's cozy. It's overrun with radioactive mutated monsters right beyond the front gates. Asa's not exaggerating. I really can't stress this enough. Dog Priggs is right. I heard some of them. They sounded big. You would know, sweet thing. So, we just need to kill the monsters. Well, yes. That's the primary goal. As many as possible. Actually, all of them, if you could manage it. I'm not too worried about it. Hunting monsters is much easier than fighting soldiers, and I've got Reyes and Doc in here to back me up. Are you saying you've done other monster hunts? I'll tell you all about it later. Promise. Don't worry, you pretty little head. I got this under control. I didn't think you didn't. I came along to help you, remember? Yeah, yeah, of course. Just follow me and it'll all work out. (laughs) I don't have to follow you. You kinda do. I'm the point person. Who decided that? Darkin, you haven't done this before. It's just seniority. Reyes gets it. I get it. I would have rather helped investigate Chris's death. But I follow orders. I'm sorry about that, Reyes. Aaron was just so upset. I need someone solid on this mission. I'm solid. Yes, of course you are. I didn't say you weren't. I don't care who's in charge. Just be sure you take out as many of those things as possible. But the thing is, you can't just kill them. I, you gotta geotag the locations of all the corpses. And no explosions! The, the body's gotta stay intact. Because that's the only way the cleanup crew will pick them up. The cleanup crew? Well, it's illegal to leave radioactive corpses around to decay. You know, it's unsanitary. And those critters have absorbed a ton of radiation. So they've gotta be disposed of by a radiation disposal company. You're cleaning up the planet. So there are companies out there that just dispose of radioactive monsters? Well, it's a growing industry around here. Now you find everything you need in the barn. Don't forget the Radbegon pills. You'll need those every eight hours you're out there. Great. We'll check it out. And Ziff, 
I want to thank you. You're making an old man happy. I aim to please, Pops. Uh, maybe don't call me that. Yeah, it didn't feel right. So, I thought I was here to investigate one possible murder. Eh, let's say the kingery is full of possibilities. <laughs> um, hello? What? Oh, um, hi. Aaron? What is that? Oh, this? It's just a kingery teddy bear from the gift shop. <laughs> His shiny eyes reminded me of Chris's shiny eyes. Maybe you should go back to your apartment while we check out the kitchen. Oh, I, I guess I just felt closer to Chris being here. Aaron is my friend. <laughs> I am your friend. How the hell did you get the bear to talk with Chris's voice? Corey helped me. God, does that girl ever sleep? I don't know. I don't think so. I told her I missed Chris. I would do anything to hear her cranky voice again. She thought maybe we could take her old journal recordings and now I have this. Everything will be okay. You know, I don't think Chris ever said that. What? Never mind. I'm sorry, Aaron. I've lost a lot of people in my line of work, and it never gets easier. Cal was special to me, and I know Chris was special to you, too. I've lost people before, too. I guess this was just so unexpected. I know. I'm so sorry. I really am. But we kind of have to investigate and, uh... Listen, if you could possibly return to your lodgings, we would really appreciate it. We just want to make sure we can give all our attention to this investigation. We have to find out what really happened to your friend. Oh my god, of course. I'm so sorry I'll be going now. I hardly... like... eggs! Okay, now we can actually look around. Seems like a standard kitchenette. Yeah, for the most part, they're all basically the same. Any chance you have a floor plan for this area? Uh, sure. Let me pull it up on my phone. There you go. This is the kitchenette we're in. Ah, I see. What about the other kitchenettes? Where are they? On the west side, over here. So why is this one all alone on the south side? Huh. You know, I never really thought about it, but you're right. I guess at some point after the initial construction, they needed another one? That's probably what happened. So they were already planning to cook here. I assume they had to reserve the room? There's an electronic reservation system for all the kitchenettes and conference rooms, pretty much for all the common areas. Do you happen to have a list of the reservations for kitchenettes on the day of the accident? I see where you're going with this. Oh shit. All the other kitchenettes were booked, except for this one. Does that seem likely? Actually, no. There weren't any big events that day. There's no reason all those rooms would have been booked. I'd say this is looking less like an accident by the minute. Well, fuck. Sometimes I hate being right. We don't know anything yet, but yeah, it doesn't look good. What's this little mark here by the door? 
Oh, those are just old access points where maintenance personnel would be able to exit and enter the... Shit. The old escape tunnels? Yes. Fuck. I don't fucking like it, and I don't fucking want it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, that's nice. But I'm in charge of keeping your ass safe, and that's what I'm gonna do. But I don't fucking like it. Well, I ain't hard of hearing, boss. Okay? All right. Here's the schedule. Major, I feel like you're not listening to me somehow. Which is weird, because I'm the fucking boss. I'm listening. But Maddie said these deaths are looking more and more like murders by the minute. And I don't like it. I also spent hours and hours on this, okay? You're going to have two guards outside your office and outside your quarters 24-7. They're going to switch shifts every four hours because I want them to be fresh. It's a waste of fucking money. Just have two guards follow me around and switch them at eight hours. If two guards follow you around, everybody's going to know where you're at. Two big fucking hulks, you fucking target. If I post them out your office and out your apartment, nobody knows where you're really at. Most people know where I'm really at. By the way, you're going to start working from home two days a week, but those days are going to rotate, you know? The fuck? Just, all right, just read the fucking schedule before I staple it to your fucking forehead. Nothing is going to happen. That's why I'm doing this, boss. So nothing will happen. Fine. What about Maddie? She could guard me. She has a job. Last time I heard she was working with Gib to apprehend some possible murderer or murderers. Which seems kind of important. I guess if she catches the murderer, then I won't need the guards anymore. Strange how that fucking works, right? Sheesh. Welcome to the fucking trolley. Ah, damn it. I gotta go out sick. Now I gotta redo this whole fucking thing. Uh, alright. Uh, the gods will have your daily schedule every morning. I'll send them any updates. You got Bruno, you got Jimmy, outside, right now. Great. Fabulous. Thanks so much. Uh Uh-huh, you know, you could appreciate me a little more. (sighs) Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I'm being a bitch. That's alright. I like bitches. Come on, old man. This way. Games. Colors. Barding individuals from their worldly currencies. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Ah, Madison. It's an unexpected pleasure to see you. Is the pleasure part unexpected or just the seeing me part? Do you want me to answer that honestly? Eh, maybe not. I don't think we've really met. Oh, yeah, shit. (laughs) Hey, I'm Madison, the nurse. Pleasure to meet you. The old man here wanted to talk to you. Not to that one. With my superior intellect, you'd be lucky to have a conversation with me. Fortunately, I don't have the time nor the inclination to waste processing power on the unevolved. Mask, 
Why don't you run along and speak with Madison while Mr. Arkell and I have a nice chat? Why not? Please, come with me. We have so much to discuss, and we're both new to running crime families. Have you ever tried laying in packing peanuts? I can't say that I have. Uh, he can't walk far. Uh, just the... Yeah, that table there should be good. Okay, you two, have fun. So, how long you been... Working for her? Possibly too long. What about you? Yeah, a while. I just wish he wasn't so... I, I don't know... Male? <laughs> There's nothing quite so regressive as... An old white guy? Indeed. All that pointless posturing. I mean, Zox does plenty of posturing, except in a dress with nicer words. For someone so incredibly evolved and intelligent, it's strange that you would care so much about appearances. Yeah, I could see that, and I barely know her. I mean, it never made sense to me, obviously. I can't find myself identifying with a gender binary. Oh, you're non-binary? Me too. It feels like that's part of the reason I'll continue to be overlooked. Why do you think? Most individuals can consider the fact that you defy traditional classification and won't fit neatly into either the regressive pink or blue boxes they've decided everyone must fit into. People get so fucking weird about it, right? Like it's personally offensive to them that I don't fit this arbitrary expectation. And so they put the binaries in charge. Only the binaries. And then a certain binary decides all is well because she bought Airmid. We have an incredible army. We have a means to bring about the future we all deserve. And what's she doing? Lying around popping silly vitamins and having pointless conversations with those who are most clearly beneath her. Really not fair. It's not. Maybe we should do something about it. Heck yeah. I mean, not right now. Oh, no, not right now. But maybe... Someday. Yeah. Maybe someday. Hey, it's Mage. Leave a message, I might call you back. <laughs> My dearest wife, my mass feels lighter in the center, although I am certain my mass is unchanged. It is just the emptiness I feel in my soul which translates into physical feeling. Bodies and emotions are quite strange. I will think of you, my love, as I drift off to sleep soon. I know you are very busy, and I hope all is well with you. I check my mobile device multiple times a day in case you have reached out and I have missed your communication. So please, if you are able to, leave me a message. It does not have to be lengthy. I realize my messages to you are becoming large and cumbersome. Yet so is my pain. Please be certain to take care of yourself so that you are well when I am able to see you again. Be sure to intake nourishment so that you have the energy to speak with me 
and possibly visit me. I could not bear it if you were ill or tired the next time we see each other, because that would be a big downer. I have come up with a new term of endearment for you. You are my dearest hamburger. Because you are meaty, yet your arms feel soft around me like a hamburger bun. This is not taste-related. I do not eat hamburgers, and I do not experience taste as humans do. But I believe they are thought of as delicious, and I believe you are also delicious, were I to consume you. I will not consume you. That would be wrong, and then you would no longer be in existence, and I would be in even more pain than I am now, although I am not sure how that could be possible. I miss you more than words can say. Good night, my hamburger. The Kingery, Season 12, Episode 4. True Love Never Did Run Smooth. Featuring the voice talents of Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline Gray, Kirsty Wolven as Corey, Brady Hendricks as Jace, Harry Whittle as Hooks, Sean Taylor as Gibb, M. Ciro Garcia as Major, Jack Kolk as Kaylock, Edward Herman as Asa, Russell Gold as Zeph, Kim Giannopoulos as Doc Briggs, Andrew Hackley as Dokken, Carissa M. as Reyes, Christine Chester as Aaron, Caitlin Kleiman as the voice of Chris, Melissa Autumn Hearn as Phoebe, Bridget Gusowitz as Madison, Justin Fife as Papa Arkell, Renee Christine Jones as AI Socks, and Adam Blanford as Mask. Sensitivity reader Christine Chester, written by Susan Bridges. Story by Tilly Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Caitlin Kleiman, Pete Mylan, and Catherine Pride. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. All other music by Josh Mullen at thetunepeddler.com. Directed by Jillian Morgan. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2023. Pendant Productions. The Kingery, created by Susan Bridges, Tilly Bridges, McCullough Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2023. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.